0: Concerning the message of the redeeming Christ and the principle of the life-transforming experience called Born Again, Romans 16.25 reads, According to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the, be- since the world began. First Timothy 3.16 And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Christ and His miracle called, born again, are still a mystery. Consider these words in Matthew thirteen ten through 15 And the disciples came and said unto Him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given. And he shall have more abundance, but whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. The mystery of redemption cannot be entered into casually. Natural understanding cannot enter here. It must be spiritually discerned. Born again is not turning over a new leaf. It is a brand new life. Born again is the inception of a very real spiritual metamorphosis whose end result is the image of Christ Jesus and eternal life. James 4, 8-10 Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted, and mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and He shall lift you up. Have you entered into this mystery? Are you born again? Is your heart's ears yearning to hear, and its eyes ready to see? Is your heart ready to understand? Today is your day of salvation. Click on to Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Second Timothy 3, 1-5. through This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce-breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. God said Daniel eight twenty three, And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to a fool, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to the, of the world and certainly no judgment day. These are just doctrines promoted by religious leaders to keep dim-witted Christians in line. Now the record. No man knows the exact time of Christ's return for the church, the soon-to-follow fierce battle of Armageddon, or the end of this world as we know it. But many signs are posted in the Word of God. Jesus said in Mark thirteen thirty-seven. And what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. This is update 21 to the 21 Signs of Doomsday series. At the end of this feature, we will list the entire series for your perusal. Things are moving very quickly. The prophecy in Daniel quoted above uses the following words when referring to the Antichrist in God's judgment, when the transgressors are come to the full. The maturing of evil is a telltale benchmark of doomsday. Satan weaves a spider's web to snare and destroy the souls of men. One of his masterful techniques is a concept called gradualism. Satan begins with an issue that God classifies as gross sin or an abomination, and through the process of gradualism, brings it into mainstream society. Satan's gradualism takes what is biblically an abomination and basically converts the deed, homosexuality for example, see Leviticus 18.22, to a mainstream, acceptable, and even desirable deed. Satan parades before men his obvious strong men in academia, science, psychology, the political arena, and entertainment to champion the cause. Over a period of years, he numbs societal sensibilities, and gradualism's process looks like this. 1. First Abhorrence 2. Tolerance 3. Acceptance 4. Open practice The sexual revolution of the 1960s, just 50 years ago, used classic gradualism in its revolt against authority. Note that in 1953, the I Love Lucy show was censored for the use of the word pregnant. On the show, when the married couple would go to sleep at night, they would sleep in separate twin beds. The hotbed of sexual revolution was and is in the world's universities where the enlightened ones consistently challenge the inerrancy of God's holy writ. One should not be surprised that the universities are the breeding grounds for all forms of societal deterioration. For Genesis 3.6 reads, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and to a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Carnal wisdom, a tree to be desired to make one wise. Some of the fruits of the sexual revolution are the high escalations of sexual immorality, abortion, rampant divorce, adultery, premarital sex, the cancer of pornography, children out of wedlock, poverty, child abuse, rape, homosexuality, pedophilia, gay marriage, sexually transmitted diseases. Hosea four thirteen through 14 speaks of the results of casting off God's commandments. They sacrifice upon the tops of the mountains and burn incense upon the hills, under oaks and poplars and elms, because the shadow thereof is good. Therefore your daughters shall commit whoredom and your spouses shall commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters when they commit whoredom nor your spouses when they commit adultery. For themselves are separated with whores and they sacrifice with harlots. Therefore the people that doth not understand, shall fall. Surely adultery is rampant and virginity is scarce indeed. History will repeat itself. God's judgment moves in a very real and predictable way. Wickedness will come to a fool and God will judge. It was the case in the days of Noah, Genesis 6, 5-7. through And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repented me that I have made them. It was the case in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, Second Peter 2, 6-8. And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an ensample unto those after should live ungodly. And delivered just a lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them, and seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Sodom, of course, is the source of the name Sodomites, which is the homosexual community. It was the case with the judgment of the Amorites, Genesis fifteen sixteen. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And it shall be the case in the end of the world. Daniel 8.23 And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. Iniquity is surely coming to the full. Consider these news excerpts published in the AFA Journal in their May 2012 issue. The headline reads, Obamacare Threatens Religious Freedom Fallout continued over implementation of the Affordable Care Act, nicknamed Obamacare, after the administration announced in March guidelines that apply to religious organizations. The mandate exempts churches themselves but forces most religious groups, such as hospitals, schools, adoption agencies, orphanages, and ministries like AFA to provide employees with health insurance plans that include free coverage for contraceptives, including drugs that cause abortion. Kirk Cameron, a champion of the gospel, was interviewed by CNN. The following account was published by com. In an interview with CNN's Piers Morgan, Christian actor Kirk Cameron said marriage is designed to be between one man and one woman for life. He further defined homosexuality as socially destructive, unnatural, detrimental, and ultimately destructive to so many of the foundations of civilization. Homosexual activists attacked Cameron for these ...honest responses to questions about his views on homosexuality and gay marriage. However, Cameron maintained that he should not be expected to remain silent about his moral stands... ...because God has something to say about these things. The headline reads, Girl Scouts, Planned Parenthood co-host sex workshop. The Washington Post writes, A graphic sex manual titled Healthy, Happy, and Hot was distributed to young girls at a United Nations girls-only workshop hosted by Girl Scouts of America and Planned Parenthood. Kathy Ruse of Family Research Council exposed the connection and said, the sex manual is full of ideas too pornographic to even repeat. The manual's purported purpose is to offer better sexual health to girls as young as 10. A White WhiteHouse.gov headline reads, U.S. agencies get pro-gay overhaul. They write, In December, President Barack Obama promised that the full weight of U.S government will be used to promote the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgendered LGBT agenda around the world. A memorandum was issued as instruction for the heads of executive departments and agencies. However, some conservatives were concerned by the policy's blanket promise of promoting human rights for homosexuals worldwide, language commonly seen as equating things like gay marriage with traditional marriage. Obama said, no country should deny people their rights because of who they love. Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, made it clear in the public forum that U.S. foreign aid will be hooked to how recipient countries treat homosexual issues. A blog, sfgate.com, headline reads, Hockey Pros Tell Homosexuals You Can Play, and they write, The National Hockey League has joined the campaign to promote and accept homosexuality in sports. The new campaign consists of a video series titled, You Can Play, featuring NHL stars encouraging everyone to play, regardless of sexual orientation. The headline reads, Campus Blocks Christian Vendor. OneNewsNow.com reports. The Student Government Association of Northeastern University in Boston, Massachusetts, faced an onslaught of pressure from pro-homosexual activists and decided to reject Chick-fil-A as a vendor in its campus food court. A representative of the Northeastern student group said, In light of Chick-fil-A's financial support for groups advocating against gay rights and gay marriage, we felt that it was not appropriate to invite Chick-fil-A onto campus because it contradicts Northeastern's values and standards with respect to diversity and the university's commitment to its LGBT community. It is not in the interest of the university to allow onto a campus a vendor associated with these beliefs. Foxnews.com writes under the title, School Adopts Pro-Gay Stance, the following. Minnesota's Anaka-Hennepin School District, the state's largest school district, was sued for a policy requiring teachers to remain neutral on the subject of sexual orientation. But six former and current students filed suit claiming the neutral policy prevented teachers from protecting homosexual students. The school district settled their suit in early March and adopted a new policy that promises to improve treatment of gay and lesbian students. The decision was reached to a 5-1 to vote of the school board. Kathy Tinglestad was the lone dissenter, resigned in protest of the decision. CNSnews.com reports the following. ICE, Hormone Therapy and Abortion Services. Illegal alien detainees who identify as transgender will be provided with hormone therapy by the Immigration Customs Enforcement, ICE, a division of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. Guidelines for this procedure are contained in the 2011 Operation Manual, ICE, Performance-Based National Detention Standards. 1. Within 12 hours of arriving at the detention facility, the detainee will be screened for gender self-identification. Transgender detainees who were already receiving hormone therapy when taken into ICE custody will have continued access. Detainees will be provided assistance in labor and delivery, adoption, or abortion services. "'Ice will arrange and fund transportation to an abortion facility, "'and if the pregnancy is deemed life-threatening "'or is in the result of rape or incest, "'Ice will pay for the abortion.'" End of quotes. Wickedness is coming to a fool, but to the redeemed there is a golden lining to that very bleak story. Just as Noah and Lot were saved from catastrophic judgment, so it will be with a born again. 1 Thessalonians 4:13 13-18 But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. In the field of psychology, there is a term called positive reframing. Basically, it means to take a bad picture and reframe it with a positive idea. This, of course, is biblical principle, and through childlike faith, we can reframe the world's dark pictures with God's light and love. Consider these verses, Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Proverbs 4.18 but the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Psalms 18.24 This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. First Thessalonians 5.18 In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. The time of the end is near, but this is very good news for the saved. God said Second Timothy 3.1-5 God said, Daniel 8.23, And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to a fool, a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end of the world and certainly no judgment day. These are just doctrines promoted by religious leaders to keep dimwitted Christians in line. Now you have the record.